Welcome to Hockey Prospect Radio. Your voice for prospect news and analysis on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. Now, here's hosts Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. Welcome to Season 19, Episode 7, powered by Huddle Analysis, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide, and Junior Prospect Hockey League, Western Canada's newest developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level at JuniorProspectHockeyLeague.com. We're happy to bring on Rick Nash, Director of Player Development for the Columbus Blue Jackets. We're going to talk about some prospects in their system, and Rick, thanks for coming on the show again. We always appreciate that. Of course. Thanks for having me. So I want to get your initial thoughts on Gavin Brindley, you know, recent draft pick, second round, 34th overall for you guys. And, you know, your experience in the NHL and you've had teammates that were on the smaller side in terms of of being a forward, but a player that small, you either have to be exceptionally special offensively or have a real dog on the bone mentality to be able to be that competitive and understand how you can use your frame effectively to be, you know, a consistent NHL player or a little bit of both, which helps, you know, and I think of Cam Atkinson, a teammate of yours in Columbus, who is a smaller player, but tenacious as a player, particularly without the puck. And I appreciated that about Cam's game. When you watch Gavin play, is there elements of that in his game where he can, this is things that if we continue to work with him on, these are going to translate because when I watch him play, he's just a ferocious dog on the bone when he doesn't have the puck. He so desperately wants to get it back. Yeah. Well, when you're, you're five, seven or five, eight, you, you kind of need an it factor, right? You, you need something that's going to separate you from a guy that's, you know, six, one or six, two, that's going to make you stand out. And, and Gavin definitely has that. And and he's, I kind of see him as a, a natural goal scorer with a shot, kind of like Cam Atkinson was, or, or is, like you said, it's, it's, it's a good comparison. I think where Gavin can separate himself with a lot of players around the NCAA is his, uh, his skating and his edge work. Um, you know, you, you watch him closely and he can really use his edges as leverage when he's trying to get when uh, defenders are trying to push him off the puck is that he can, he can roll on his edges and kind of create leverage and create more speed when he's uh, when he's doing that. Um, so that's one of his it factors for me. And another one is his shot. Um, his, his shot could be lethal and and uh, he, he can obviously pick corners. He, he's, he's went on a, uh, a good streak here early on in the season and, and has been shooting the puck. Um, so like you said, when you're a smaller guy, you need an it factor. You need the dog on the bone mentality. And I feel like Gavin truly does have that. I'm glad that you mentioned about his ability to roll off checks. It's very similar to other players who they can feel. Some guys can't feel pressure really well on their body and not understand which direction they need to pivot out on. And that's where I, I agree with you. Gavin's very strong in that area. He doesn't like he just feels the pressure on, on his body and knows which way to go. The other factor, you know, I want to get your thoughts on is his playmaking ability of because he has such a good shot and defenders know it, that being able to use it, utilize that give and go really effectively when he turns pro, you can sort of get away with it more in college hockey. But the minute you turn pro, the D-men, even at the American League level, are so astute to understanding players' tendencies. How much is that do you talk to him about, about ensuring that, hey, you have a great shot, but to create that time and space for yourself, you're going to have to have some playmaking ability and use that give and go to create some time and space for yourself. 
Yeah, I think it's a good point. Um, you know, initially early on in the season, you want to make sure that, uh, you know, for a goal scorer, I feel like you have, have a shoot first mentality. And then, like you said, once teams start to key in on you and realize that you have a lethal shot, um, that's when other things start to open up. So, you know, in, in conversations with, with Gavin um, early on, it's, it's a lot of a uh, shoot first mentality, but, you know, seeing the assist that he's, he, he can put up, it, it, it kind of changes things. And especially on the power play when seams start opening up off the rush. Um, so it, it's a big part of it. He, you know, he, he's going to open up time and space for himself as he, as he starts working that give and go game or that seam game on the power play. That's when things are going to open up when, teams aren't so worried uh just about a shot um and, and on the edge work as well you know it's it's funny back in back in when we or I, myself came in the league it was a lot of uh straightforward skate and power forwards and uh you know I, I think a big part of that was probably when when Sid came in and and you know you started seeing the smaller guy roll off checks and uh now I feel like edge work is such an important part of uh of hockey at at all levels because you can use it to your advantage I'd like to ask you about Denton Matejchuk as a young defenseman. You know, pretty by the end of this season, he's going to end up turning pro, be a 20-year-old defenseman last year in the Western Hockey League. Now, he's not necessarily tall at 5'11", but he's built like a fire hydrant. He's probably close to 200 pounds already in that respect. And do you find when you're watching defensemen, particularly in junior, and if they're a top number one defenseman, they're given a little bit of leeway in terms of being able to do a lot of things that they may not be able to do at the pro level and talking about him is refining some of those habits. Like, yeah, we know that you can, you're going to play 25, 30 minutes, you know, in junior hockey, but you know, as you turn pro, these things are going to start to you know, funnel down a little bit. And there are some habits that you're going to have to consider. We're going to have to work on in that respect. Are there some things about Denton's game that you've liked as he's improved upon when you guys are having those conversations and looking at game film and when he's in camp with the other pro players? Yeah, that's a that's a difficult um, thing to navigate with the prospects is is, uh, you know, when when their stars on back on their junior team. And, you know, I think Denton's first game back, he was over 30 minutes. I think he hovers right around 28 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, you know, that that's not that's not really realistic in an NHL season for for a lot of players. Um, you know, so Denton came in and, and I thought he had a great Traverse City uh, rookie tournament. He was our captain. And uh, did really well. He came into camp and he was here for a long time. He, he made, uh, you know, management make some make some tough decisions because he was that good in, in the exhibition games and in practice. Um, so, you know, back to your kind of your question on him is, is uh, you know, how do you how do you create those those good habits in junior when when you're the star of a team and playing crazy minutes? And that's a difficult one. We, we want him to keep his pace up. You know, he saw the NHL pace for a while in the preseason and, and in the practices and all the training camp. Um, so, you know, we we, we kind of challenged Denton to go back and, and bring all the players on on uh, Moose Jaw to bring the pace up to his pace. So that's been uh, that's been something that's been good. Um, other than that is is his play with the puck. You know, in junior, you're probably going to have an extra half a second or, or an extra second, whatever it might be. Um and and we kind of challenged him to to play at that NHL speed with with moving the puck, making your plays, finding your options quicker, and um and and that's probably it. But I will say it's it's tricky to navigate um you know those conversations with with a kid that uh, you know um 
realistically could could probably be playing uh, uh, pro hockey, but just with with the way everything goes, he uh, he has to go back to uh, Moose Jaw. How much of those conversations when you're you can talk about maybe the mental side of it is, hey Dent, you're we know you're going to play X amount of minutes, and you know that's not really going to trend. That's not going to be the case in pro hockey. But can you like? give him mental ha- mental habits to work on, but also for him just to recognize is to be self-aware of, okay, he, I can recognize things that I'm going to have to adjust. And then he keeps that, you know, in his mind and like understands that, okay, that self-awareness. Cause sometimes players, they sort of get lost in that and they sort of forget about it. Um, is that something that you guys can do from, you know, you're trying to navigate that playing 28, 30 minutes in junior, but, you know, mentally keeping those habits really sharp. Yeah, well, I think we can we can send them clips of of positive positive clips and uh, you know kind of kind of clips where you want them to improve. Um, you know, it, it's it's such a fine balance and it's it's a it's a kind of a fence that you walk on with um, you know these these star junior players going back to their own teams and try, trying to figure out uh, you know where they fit in. Obviously, they fit in at a uh, at a superstar level when, when they're first round picks, um, you know, in, in Denton's case, the, the one thing that, that we kind of wanted him to, uh, to improve on is, is, is his puck play, you know, at a junior level, just to talk about the mental side at a junior level, he can kind of hold on to the pucks and go back to his zone and do tight turns and escape pressure. Um, but at the NHL level, the game's too fast to, uh, to do that. So th- that that's kind of one little thing that we, uh, we talked about with him is to, uh, you know, make sure he's moving the puck and, and his pace is at an NHL level instead of a, uh, a dub level. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Ray. We come back, we'll continue to talk to Rick Nash, Director of Player Development for the Columbus Blue Jackets, right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. 
Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, bantam, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.